One of the biggest obstacles artists face in the music game is access. Getting access to the people that can make it happen or access to the information and resources you need to get to the next level. That's the key. That's why you need two of the biggest in the game on your side. Introducing J.R. McKee. Boom Man, welcome to the real industrial plug. You heard me? This last 10 minutes has been so important because it's like I want the young generation to know the mindset that it takes to elevate in the music business and, and, and from a career standpoint and from an entrepreneurial standpoint because it's the same mindset nobody is going to outwork me i'm gonna do more than they ask me to do it's just like if you think you know how they love to say mama mentality if they tell you to get up a thousand shots kobe gonna go in there and get up ten thousand because he wants you to know you'll never outwork him you know what i mean and so everything you just displayed are the characteristics necessary to elevate in the music business, whether you're an entrepreneur or a career person. You know what I mean? And so that, that's super important. But then, like you said, somebody eventually came and, and recognized that. And so, th what's his name again? Daryl, Daryl Hervey. Is, is he still in the industry? I think Daryl retired. He uh, No, you know what? He still does consulting and stuff like that. Okay. But me and him, like, keep contact to this day. Okay, perfect, perfect. Yeah, you got to give my man some flowers, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why you got to say his name. You can't yeah. just be like, uh, you know, some dude hooked me up. Like, nah, that man got a name. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so so what was the position in L.A. that opened up? Uh, West Coast Regional Director of Artist Development. So yeah. I had, like, one-third the country, and it was just, like, the label liaison whenever artists came in town for events in stores and stuff like that. You set stuff up. You made sure that they had product and independent retailers, mom-and-pop record stores and stuff across the country. You set up in-store uh, in events with, like, Best Buy. I set up brand opportunities. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, with New Era and, you know, anything that opened up. You know what I'm saying? So, so, and so you moved to L.A., and this was what year? 2012. 2012 and so okay boom we in LA we we in the building how do you transition then to A&R shit you know the thing is like I always that was that was the end goal for me anyway okay so it was a matter of like you know you keep, just put me in a room you know what I'm saying just put me in a room you move me to LA I know it's gonna be a need for it because what I got somebody gonna want so yeah. I'm you put me in the space and I just started politicking and working my moves simultaneously at the same time uh, no ID, shout out Dion had just signed uh, Reese and Dirk to Def Jam, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And them was little brothers that I had bumped into around the crib anyway. So, like, you know, it was kind of attaching myself with them and letting them know, like, I don't care what they say, I'm going to be here to support y'all, you know, through, right. through it all, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, uh, Smirk was the one that ended up continuing to grow or whatnot and just really getting close to him, spending time with him because, you know, for years, he was a developing act, and it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't right. what it is now. So he didn't have a bunch Everybody of people in the him. building, yeah. you know, rocking. Ah. So, you know, I, that was like my little brother still is to this day. So I wouldn't finna, you know, uh, miss the opportunity to work with him in a closer capacity. And at the time, Motown and um, Motown and Def Jam were brother and sister label kind of connected. Yeah. So I ended up also working and reporting for uh, Ethiopia Have to Marry Him. Yeah. And like when QC and stuff first came over to Motown, I was there and I and our like young greatness and stuff like that. Rest in yeah, peace, Teddy. Yeah. Uh, but you know, just like you know, getting putting myself in those positions where it's like I had to I had to learn the hard way. People can't tell you who you are, what you do. You got to show them. Show them. So you know, by yeah. virtue, if you practice it, then you'll become it. Right. 
Right? I mean, you said it, just the exact words, putting yourself in a position. Nobody came to you and said, I want you to be an A&R. You made the moves yourself to put yourself in position to be an A&R, yeah, and yeah. then the title followed. Yeah. So, so another word you said in there, and this is, I'm, I'm going to give you one of my confessions, right? Yeah. Like, I, obviously, I, I've, well, not obviously, because some people may not know, but I've always worked for myself. I've, I've never worked inside a label until more recently when I worked at Alamo. Yeah. But one of the things that I feared about working for the label was the quote-unquote politics. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so, so tell us about, like, you know, I, I really want to get to the nitty-gritty, like, what 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 are politics in the music industry? People probably hear that word a lot. Politics, politics. What what does that mean? Politics. <laughs> um, politics um, in any facet, whether it's the recording industry, whether you're talking about, you know, government. Uh, it's a it's a series of rules that we all have to abide by. The mm. politics essentially are nuances. Um, surrounding those rules, how to navigate those rules, yeah. and proper protocol and procedure. Now, your business acumen is what reflects your politics, right? Mm. Um, that starts with you know who you are as an individual, how you carry yourself. Your face card is what we call it day to day. Yeah. But inside a business, just like you got a line of credit, your FICO score and shit like that, you got to have that same line of credit as a man or a woman, right? That becomes your business acumen, and that begins to be your face card in the industry, how you navigate around those rules, procedures, and politics and whatnot. I'm, I'm sorry, rules, politics, and engagement, that, that's the politics. So, for instance, you know, you get a job as a marketing manager, um, you might have to report to two people, right? Yeah. Now, you like one person more than another because they're a little bit funner, they empower <laughs> you. And, yeah. you know, they, they tell you you can move around with them. They take you to dinners and stuff like that. The other person really uses you as like a glorified uh, intern. You know, they don't really empower you. They right. kind of belittle you. They refer to you as an assistant, X, Y, Z. Right. Right. So you want to rock with this one person that actually shows you love. But if you do, you isolate yourself against that other person. You don't know where this person is going to end up. Right. The politic of it is how do you manage that relationship? How do you navigate that relationship between those two individuals? So the natural inclination is to say, fuck you. I'm going to spend more time and get in more energy and do the bare minimum for you. Yeah. But you can't do that. So you got to stand in the middle. Right. The person that's showing you love, you go above and beyond for them. But you also got to show the person that's shitting on you, I'm going to be there every step of the way for you, too. Because even though you you doing me dirty, or you might be brown, yeah, I can't afford for you to get to a, a higher rank in a higher place and right and bite my back out. You know what I'm saying? Jesus or another word, shit on me. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it's such small quarters in the recording industry. Yeah. Everybody's gonna end up in another place. That's the politic of it. Y'all know what's going on, man. It's your big homie Boom, man. Checking in, Authentic Empire's own CEO. If you want to set up a meeting, you want to rock with the team. You want to get heard, all you got to do is log on to www.authenticempiremg.com or text the number 4485700040. Let's get it. Booming. Hey, JR McKee here. Listen to all of my artists, managers, and executives. It's time to evolve into the streaming business. I'm the number one streaming executive in the industry with over 30 platinum and gold records in the last two years alone. I've been teaching everybody how to do what I do. So if you're interested in breaking through in the streaming business, go ahead and enroll in my masterclass to join my stream team community. The link's in the bio. Or visit our website, thestreamteam.club. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> 
So, number one, you saw the attitude it takes, you know what I mean? The mindset it takes. Now you're seeing the IQ because the way that my brother just broke that down, that was the best definition I could have ever asked for, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you need the IQ, but then obviously you need to understand the politics, which was for me on the outside looking in today. Like I said, I used to be scared of politics. I, you know what I mean? I didn't, I don't know how to play that game. You know, you know, as a, a black person, you'd be like, no, I can't be fake. You know what I mean? That's what we love to say. I used to be scared of that, but. As I grew older and wiser, it's really just relationships. How are you going to manage and maintain those relationships, whether they like you or not, whether they rooting for you or not, whether, you know what I'm saying, like you said, whether they belittling you a lot. Like, even, even I'll give one of, one of my examples. There was a person that super shit on me back in the day. I should use a better word. The, um... <laughs> What'd you say, bite my back out? Yeah, bite my back out. There was a person that bit my back out yeah. <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, but then later on down the line, they reached out to me because they wanted my help. And I told my friends, I was on the phone with my friend, I'm like, man, you know what? I'm not even going to consider what happened back then. They want my help, I'm going to help them. You know what I mean? That was me, I guess, technically having good politics. You yeah. know what I mean? I wasn't trying to be political, but what I was trying to do is maintain all relationships. You know what I mean? I forget about the past, forget about what happened in the past. Keep good relationships with everybody. It's like the Bible says, you show love to everyone. You know what I mean? You show love to everyone. And so if you're worried about the politics of the game, just know be a good human being. Show love regardless. You know, what however they treat you doesn't matter, it's how you treat them. You know what I mean? That's what's important. That's how you want to carry yourself. Okay, so now that we've had the most beautiful definition of politics, <laughs> I really want to talk to you about my other fear. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some, and this, this, I'm, I'm going back to the beginning of my career, mm -hmm. or closer to the beginning of my career. Mm -hmm. One of my other fears was signing with major labels, which you are the representative of today. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know sure. One of my other fears with signing <laughs> with majors was loss of momentum. Mm -hmm. I always used to be so scared. It's like, man, okay, I'm a, I'm a, you know, we're going to do the deal, but we got to keep our foot on the gas. And I've been burnt. I've had situations where we did keep the foot on the gas, and I've had situations where the shit, the brakes got hit. So how how do you... I find that to be a two-way street, though. I ain't going to lie to you. Like, Talk to us. Like, a lot of times, the artists will come into a situation with a major, mm -hmm. and they get lax. They feel as if it's going to be they a certain sense of urgency. Yeah. Because they signed to a label. But the truth of the matter is, like, every successful artist I know treated their independent business, treated their own, like, inner, inner circle like an independent business and ran it as such, right? Right. Meaning they came up with ideation. They came up with the creative vision. Mm -hmm. And they started the execution on their own. Right. And the labels just come and amplify. I think the, the misconception about labels is that they're here to build and mold you from ground up. That yeah. might have been the case 30 years ago, right? Right. But with social media, streaming, and consumption being so rapid, and it being so much music submitted in the ethos, you got to think, it's 80,000 songs submitted every Friday on new music. <sighs> 80,000 new records you're competing against, right? Right. So with that being said, the label doesn't have time to find uh, Broad Street Chucky, and he got no following, yeah. he ain't doing no shows, he ain't selling no merch. Instagram following is 250 and groom Broad Street Chucky up like this 1995 and, you know, Puffy putting Craig Mack together. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
this this is a different day and age. So now, if if you're gonna do business with Broad Street Chucky, it's got to be a spark because labels yeah. don't take you from zero to a hundred. They take you from fifty to a hundred. Yeah. So Broad Street I hope Chucky, y'all know that. Say that again. They take you from fifty it, to a hundred, not yeah. zero to a hundred. Record labels are there to magnify what's already there. Yeah. So if it's something sizzling, they pour gas on it, it, it explodes, right? And sometimes every you know sometimes. Every artist don't need the same thing, right? Yeah. Some need a radio presence. Some need help with branding. Some artists have sat outside a label for so long, been successful on their own, right? And maybe they want a little bit of commercial success, right? Right. Because they got a healthy tour and they making money off of merch and stuff like that. But yet they can't get the magazine write-ups on time. You know what I'm saying? Right. Maybe they're not getting the billboard. Maybe they're not getting on the list and stuff like that that they want to do. And that might be the thing separating them from, you know, transcending into that the next tier of act, right? Yeah. And it, which helps the booking and helps the building and helps the touring, bigger shows, getting invited on festivals and shit like that. So, you know, I think every artist has to figure out exactly when's the best time for them to partner with a label. But, you know, you shouldn't be looking for a label. The label should be looking for, for you. you. If you're looking for the label, you're already in a bad situation. <sighs> Drop the 